Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, I'm Ryan. I'm Will. And I'm Ivan. (laughs) And tonight, we review the end of Rise and Fall this is the podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. Welcome to episode 9 of It's Just a Game. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. Every week I am joined by my two favourite faithfuls, or traitor, who knows. <laughs> Wilf is here with us. Hello, Wilf. How are you? How am I? Um, I'm good. I'm good. You, you said, how am I, as if I just asked you, like, an existential question. <laughs> how am I? To be or not to be, that is the question. How am I? God. Who am I? <laughs> who am I? Don't even know who I am anymore. Um... And well, the philosopher in the room, Ivan, he's also here with us. Hello, Ivan. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm planning a big walk. So I've got a book called Trekking the Sun. Now, I had to get the guy to write this all backwards because uh, you can see... (laughs) 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 Trekking the the South Downs Way. That's going to be me in about a week on a hill walking around. Ended on the marathon today. How was that? I hope it went well. Yeah, yeah. By the time this... <laughs> so by the time the podcast's out, I will have either tried to or successfully tried to run a marathon. And all I can say is thank you to everyone who turned out. Uh, what the hell were you doing to that guy who threw an egg at my face? Uh, I apologise to the woman who I had a wee next to at mile 22. And uh, thank... I mean, amazing. Hey, I'm going to be stationed at mile 22, so I think I might be the woman you had a, a wee on. Yeah, I mean, if you are... <laughs> going to wear a wig and such delightful makeup you know you can only it's just an assumption i had to make it's at the an time. easy assumption and then obviously brilliant that i broke the world record so yeah a good day a good day for everyone involved right can we talk about the walk do you want to hear the longest walk i ever did yes please go on 138 miles okay now do you want to do you want to hear the longest wank i've ever did 138 miles <laughs> I'm being deadly. Well, you've got a strong prostate, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, Will, where from and where to? Let's hear more about this. Well, Peterborough to Liverpool. 
Wow. Oh, wow. We was like, this is going to be so easy. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. I was ringing my uncle, who's a chiropodist, chiropodist, or whatever it's called, and I was mm. like, something's wrong with my feet. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to die. It's because I wore too many pairs of socks. Like, so... How many pairs of I, socks do you wear? Sorry. I, I was wearing big hiking boots, but I was wearing, like, two or three pairs of socks. Like... Yeah, this isn't a Ryanair flight. You don't have to wear all your clothes, like, at the same time to avoid <laughs> paying fees. But actually, because when you wear... You think you need lots of socks to fill the shoes, but if you wear two, they rub against each other. It's like condoms. You can't wear two condoms. I got terrible, terrible blisters, and I've got flat feet. Oi, after the 135-mile walk, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Just... That was me walking. Smoking on big cloud shoes. Pingu. Are you doing it for charity or are you just No, I mean, we just like to. We've done Hadrian's Wall before. We did the West Highland Way. This is just one of the famous British ways. It's not particularly old, this one, but it's it's all along chalk down. And, and I think I think yeah. what's really nice as well is that you're doing it naked. Yeah, no, that's that's been a recent decision of mine. Um, last five seconds or so. But um, yeah, sticking with it. Do you think there's a new there's a new game show on Channel Four, uh, which is very funny, which is called Naked, Alone, and Racing to Get Home. Uh, it's all in the concept. <laughs> it's it's what the title says. You're naked. You're al- well, actually, you're not alone, uh, and you are racing to get well, not home. But so actually, it's nothing like the title says. I like a TV show where after hearing the title, you feel like you've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so you... yeah, I've seen the first episode now. <laughs> We um <clears throat> we had to walk on A roads because legally you're not you have to walk A roads right so yeah we the, the the thing what you walk on was so small the shoulder yeah yeah and it was like so scary so we went to the farmer like who was on the other side and we was like look can we walk across your fields and he was like yeah walk down there you'll see a horse field just walk through it um get to the other side but i didn't realize there was horses in the field <laughs> i think it was a field made of horses <laughs> i don't know i thought you might have put them away but then we got there <laughs> and i had to get over this this fence and walk through the field and like i was trying not to make contact with them and then when i got really close to the end of the field i turned around and looked at one and he went <sighs> And then he started trotting in it. I was like, ah! <laughs> so I ended up running away from a horse, man. Because they're scary, they're massive. I didn't realise how big they were, even though I've seen them before. And that's that's the lesson of this podcast. Horses are big. <laughs> horses are big. And horses go, which was like... It's a good yeah. one, isn't it? Do you want to hear my elephant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> It's like, it's an elephant that's got diarrhea, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what's your best animal impression? Um... Is that cat? Not entirely sure. <laughs> I think it's an elephant too. It's, generic, it's just a generic animal. It's a generic animal. A gorilla dog. A gorilla dog. A gorilla dog. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's a gorilla eating a dog. The dog in the gorilla is still barking as it goes down. Oh, Ivan, let's hear your impression then. Oh yeah, go on, Ivan. Uh, I can do a crying baby. Oh, yeah. I don't like it, but go on. Oh my god, that's really so good! That is so good! Okay, oh now, god. if you're just joining us, you wouldn't know it, but uh, this podcast is all about walks and sounds. No. <laughs> it's a slow <laughs> podcast about travelling through nature. This podcast is all about reality games. Every week, we're going to look at the smartest moves, the most silly moments, and the hottest tea on your favourite reality TV shows. Tonight, we conclude our review of Rise and Fall, Channel 4's hottest social experiment. It's by the makers of The Traitors, and tonight we look at the end of the series. As always, be warned, we are entering a spoiler zone. If you haven't seen all of the episodes of Rise and Fall, (laughs) 
go away and you can come back when you're done. If you have seen it, stay here because we have opinions. And I'm going to get right into the thick of it. I'm going to ask you guys about the final and the winner. We now know Eddie, Edmund, won the series of Rise and Fall. How did you feel about that result? Uh, let's start with you, Wilf. So I think the final, I felt very sorry for Isaac. I think he had one part of greatness, which was his ability to make friends and to be a jolly guy and to make the experience fun for people. But he didn't necessarily get the gameplay part of it. Um, yeah. So with him, like I did agree with him not not like going further um, due to that. Ramona got what she had coming to her, like... They put. I felt like she was a bit of a sacrificial lamb at some point. They would took put yeah. her there because the choice would be easier for for mm -hmm. them to choose her not to go or whatever happened. But the overall winner, they they must know each other in it. So they must spend time getting to know each other. They know about their their personal experiences. They know that um, Sydney is a single mum and she's a delivery driver. And I'm not sure if Eddie probably didn't tell them he's about his um fortune his his misfortune he's not really he's not fortunate really is yeah he? mr sorry i'm not i'm not a cash rich i'm asset rich yeah i'm fuck all rich man come on <laughs> do you know what i mean bro like but yeah he was i think if you were in that position where you have to vote for the people uh, for the winners like realistically who would you vote for i'd vote for sydney i know she didn't really contribute towards the game i don't think i think she got through a lot of luck i don't feel like she yeah. necessarily had played the game very well he played the game very very well and deserved to win because on the plus the side game. sorry I'm, I'm hearing in my earpiece uh, i'm told sydney just won the final of love island on the other hand <laughs> uh, well done to her and jack <laughs> <laughs> um, mate you, you you should probably get that checked out i i your ear piss <laughs> my ear pee, my ear piss your ear piss is that what you said your ear piss yes oh, be careful that's that's gonna lead to infections very quickly right <laughs> so yeah that's my conclusion of like the fight the winner itself and obviously we'll talk about the episodes and talk about some of the things that happened but yeah that's my overall opinion I, I think eddie played the game very well deserved to win the game as such but when you're in that position if you're about to give somebody a large amount of money you give it to somebody who's struggling more that i that's just who what i do but yeah i just feel like why would you okay so greg james did great greg james and it's yeah. not his fault but they never really specified at the end why you're giving them the money like what's the criteria on criterion there's a or, the, or what are the criteria like what are you supposed to be judging it on so they decided in the end to judge it on the person who'd sort of like played the game the best or been the most nice or whatever it was was it the most deserving if it was the most deserving you'd give it to sydney so basically they were like right well there's five of you and now you vote for one and then four and then three and now there's two and you just decide the winner between three it was so yeah random yeah. so he ended up with eddie right and yeah he was he was good quality all the way through what i didn't realize is i know he sounds like he's from royalty he also comes from reality tv royalty his brother arthur was on big brother but his whole family were the fucking full floods right or the fucking full foods which i don't know if you guys watched it but when i was a kid there was this amazing reality show about this asset rich cash poor family who were had this alcohol i think alcoholic dad he certainly seemed alcoholic living in this massive rundown house and the kids were basically just feral they were just like running around like kicking stuff and it was amazing and it was so chaotic it was like watching a sitcom you couldn't believe it was real anyway 
He was in it. He was the youngest son in that show. And now he's grown up and is Eddie. It's amazing. Important question, Ivan. <laughs> now you've described the show on a scale of channel one to channel four, where would you rank it? Was it? really channel four. It was yeah. so cool. <laughs> like, I mean, you guys say, like, say so much about how you played a brilliant game. And yeah, you played a brilliant game. But once I've watched this and once I've watched the past week, I started realising, like... As soon as he rose to the penthouse, it's like Eddie turned into Edmund, yeah. and we got a much posher version, much more Tory Eddie. Mm. And all of a sudden, when we reconsider everything that I've seen about him, it made me think: Was the breath just him being nice, or was it a like strategy, a man. strategy from strategy. the first day, which is incredibly smart? Because he later went on to say, "I hope they remember all the bread in the final." And I was like, "Oh, you bastard! You've been planning this game since the beginning. Brilliant You've been play, born though. and bred and burged and lived born in the reality bread. tub." <laughs> Did he rise to the <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, it's listen. If, if if his entire strategy was make bread, it's brilliant. There's very little you can do down there to show that you're you know there for the team. Doing well in the work shifts, they all try. Some of them do better than others, and he was quite brave in that. So yes, he was in mm-hmm. already in the top half for doing that. Then being well spoken and not starting fights again, fine. But most of them did that. Making bread. Only he did it. So it's the simplest thing. It's so simple. It's almost hilarious, but it bloody worked. It goes back to when we um, talked about the Traitors US, right? And we had people that are celebrities and people that are non-celebs, right? And we said that celebrities have some kind of an upper hand because they know how to perform on camera. They know how to be around in these situations. If he's been on reality TV before, <laughs> even as yeah, a child, running around a feral child. Yeah. Yeah. Like he still knows the pressure and knows how to sort of yeah. just relax himself into it. Like, I bet you if we went into a reality show now, right, we'd be oh, 10 we play times... very different. We'd play different because we've been yeah. there. But one of the things that, I, like, I was so disappointed in most of the people that rose because they changed. Like, is there anybody that didn't change? Isaac. Like, is it Isaac. So he went home. <laughs> Sophie didn't really change. She was only there for like five minutes, so. Yeah. I weren't bothered about that. I, wasn't really... I was hoping she didn't come back in the lift. Sophie went up, she grabbed a glass of water and she left. Just like Joe asked. She, she went for a final line and her final line was, one more thing, guys. Thanks. <laughs> i was like you know as again you know i've I've done very little on tv but the one thing i have done is deliver the final line if i imagine if i'd be like you know tom this was your (laughs) this was your final flourish (laughs) and here's the prestige (laughs) (laughs) no but listen it's the thing is i was expecting something and she goes oh oh and guys and i was like oh here we go it's gonna be a bombshell and it was (laughs) Cheers. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Yeah, it was like she's gonna go in on them. And then she was like, "Right, guys, uh, which way for the bathroom?" <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. But talking about like the exits, like because we finished the whole season, right? We can talk. Who had the best yeah. exit? I don't. Was there any iconic exits? I think. I mean, Jeff. Jeff had a good one. I have Jeff to say. Yeah. Jeff and James. Yeah. Connor, James. but it wasn't an exit. Yeah. Connor never exits, bro. He was in the whole series, mate. Like, <laughs> he, have you ever seen somebody who's done all 12 episodes? No, all 20 episodes, however many episodes there was. In yeah. the lift. He's, yeah, he's done 18 episodes. Had no relevance to the whole game, really. Really. Like, he's just no, been Connor. No, I disagree. Not relevance, relevance is the wrong thing. I think, nah. like, he's not really been the strongest. It's a bad take. He's not been the strongest 
ruler or the strongest grafter, and he sort of just yeah. But he on. played a really important role in that. I think in there in the basement, he was really key to like keeping people together. You know, and, like yeah, he everyone was. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the, in the rooftop, he did have. I I mean, you guys know how I feel about Connor. I do actually like really sympathise with him. So, uh, Wolf, I disagree with you. Your take is refused. Goodbye. No, I, I, I'm so sorry. No, I really, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant <laughs> too it in late the for apologies, mate. It's done now. Sorry. Because yeah. it's too late to apologise. It's too late. <laughs> now we've talked about the final and the way it went uh, down between Edmund and Sydney. Uh, let's take it back to a bit further back. I've got to talk about this mission that really annoyed me. The mission when, well, not really mission, whatever you call it, the bullshit Workshop. when they. <laughs> Bullshit. No, it wasn't even a work shift. I don't know it what it was. It wasn't even a work shift. It's just for some reason, the producers were like, guys, we're a bit bored. We've got to fill 30 minutes of the episode. And then they're like, what does Matt like to do? Matt likes giving feedback. <laughs> well, he received it this time. They were like, yeah, Matt, let, let us give you a bit of feedback. And I was just so annoyed at this moment because honestly, it was so symbolic of Riley's he. The rulers who are untouchable, who are shit, but do not receive feedback. Nobody's there to tell them they're shit at it get to give feedback to the people who are actually grafting, the people who are actually doing the work and actually bringing in the money, the grafters in the basement. And I found this patronizing, I found this annoying, and most of all, what I hated was the way everyone was trying to push Matt into being rude and telling yeah, him, that. yeah, you should be more assertive. I hated that. Being a kind person is not a disadvantage in business. Kind people succeed in business, no matter what Ramona, Ramona might tell you. And I honestly, like, I just hated everything with that mission. Like, you can have empathy and sympathy and still be a good ruler. We don't all yeah. have to be like, you're fired. You know what I mean? Build a house in two days. You know, like, you don't, we don't, like, but they wanted him to outly be rude to someone. They were like, oh, if we write this, yeah. let's see if he'll be rude. There was a surreal moment where they asked, hey, just stand in front of Rachel and not be rude to each other. <laughs> and then, but his feedback was so cute. He was like, it ended up just being this really, and he did it in a really nice way. And I was like, that's a good leader, right? Oh, mate, the, we, so should we talk about that plate? Should we talk about licking the plate clean? This was disgusting. You know how much I would have vomited. I didn't think, like, they, they weren't clever about it, right? Because I was thinking about it. Mate, how are you clever about it? It's all about licking and spitting. How much experience in that do you have? <laughs> loads, mate. Absolutely loads. <laughs> What's happened is they've designed it. They've tested it. They've gone, it was very static. They just kind of li licked all the plates and it was over. And they went, okay, we're now going to, because we can't buy new stuff now. We spent all the budget on the one where they had to find the metronome. <laughs> so, <they're> <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to impose some arbitrary rules. Like you can only ever carry three plates at once. I think it's really important that we, we now identify, yeah, our favourite, favourite task or mission in the whole thing. Like, okay. can I go first? Because I really yes. want to go first. It's the finding the metronome one. That would have been the best task. And it lasted for like two minutes. I was oh. so gutted. I was like, I really I'm just thinking about the poor it. runners, the runners who probably had to break their backs setting all of this up <laughs> in that stupid basement, like having to do trips up and down, carrying all this shit. Yes. And then it lasted like they, it got like 25 seconds of TV. Yeah, did you guys watch to the end of the? Uh, did you guys watch the end of the credits on that episode with the metronome task? It said, "In memoriam, Chris, who fell off a ladder." <laughs> did it really? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. This 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 runner called Chris actually died. Yeah. Off yeah, the it's uh, it's Chris the metronome guy. That's his full yeah. name. Chris metronome guy. Yeah. He didn't die though. No. <laughs> Why did, are you telling that, me that? Yeah, no. Yeah. No, he did. No, he yeah. never. He almost died on Squid Game first, and yeah. then he, he, fell off, <laughs> he fell off an even bigger ladder. I don't know that. if you lot are lying to me now. I feel really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Go back and watch the episode. I episode 
seven. You can actually orders. see the ladder where he fell off because yeah, they you couldn't can, move you the can body. Actually, see the blood on the ground because they couldn't move the body because it was an open investigation. So they just had to do the challenge if around they him. If they got to round three, it was like find Chris's body, <laughs> five thousand pounds. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> And Matt has to revive him. <laughs> feedback, you know feedback, 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 feedback. <laughs> Ivo, what about you? Favourite work shift? Well, after last week and the, the the enlightenment that we got about what happened when the electric shocks <laughs> hit the contestants, I think probably that one. Yeah. I wish I was getting electrocuted too. So you're telling me I get to go on TV and have a free orgasm? <laughs> free, I know, I know. They're so expensive these days. I know what you pay for them, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been going around looking batteries just to see if I can feel a little touch of that high. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan's like that with his laptop charger. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't uh, feel right. Uh, no, I mean, I probably, pro- I just, anything where they were falling over, so so probably the, I like the airline one because I just quite enjoyed them being like, it's in Austria, it's in Europe! And they're just like running, throwing, falling over. I mean, there's, this, this is- That was a cool mission, actually. A it was, cool work. It was fun. Work. I actually quite like the sewage one. It would have been quite fun to do, but like, realistically, I'm more concerned about how did they make the poo so realistic? Is it Chris the runner who went and just had to shit in the tub for a week? <laughs> or... Off a ladder. <laughs> he shot himself when he fell off a ladder and they were like, this is perfect. More of this than it's Chris. <laughs> you know, you know, um, and what was I going to say? I was, gonna, um, you know, the like the last mission, yeah. Mm. I just, I, I, I just wasn't. I just like, I thought it was like they're going to be a massive mission, mm. you know. And all no. this, it was just like they were just like pick a break. I mean, I think just generally the show it didn't have that wonderful acceleration towards the end that you expect from a show like this. Like it didn't. I guess because they were mm. all still there or something, it didn't feel rarefied special it just felt like the show carried on until it ended and then it was over that's the thing last week uh, like as in week three the episodes were brilliant it was yeah, the twist every were. 12 minutes it was some of the best reality tv i've ever seen mm-hmm. and this week it just kind of fell flat and they the fact they brought everyone back as well i'm just like kind of puzzled why did they do this there was no need to bring everyone back because they didn't make them vote they was just just chilling it like chilling in the basement it was just there for the vibes i just think that it was so complicated the format was so complicated that in the end it didn't matter what happened. Someone told me a really important thing about story writing, okay? Now, this is amazing. If you ever think about writing a story, right? If you're trying to retell the plot and you ever say, and then, you're done. You must always say, so or but. So for example, um, you know, uh, um, <clears throat> Eddie made all the bread, so he got elected to go up into the to rise. But what happened towards the end was, and then, and then, and then. So we had That's no- That's actually the format of the, the final. 
Yeah, exactly. I just I just needed to see good play be rewarded, and it, and it wasn't. It was just stuff. It just stuff. That's not enough for me. The mechanism for the final, like it's like somebody met in the morning, like of that final, and they were like, <laughs> right, guys, this is the final. What do we do? And for some reason, why the fuck did it just go? Okay, guys, we're gonna give all the power to the people who couldn't hack it and made it in the fifth place. We're gonna let Ramona decide to just take someone down with her, and then we're gonna let Ramona and Moses take someone down with them. That was unfair. That was like made no sense. It didn't fit with the concept of the game. I just hated that final. I think the grafters should have had more of an more, more say. of a say yeah, yeah. of who wins yeah. um yeah because the rulers like yeah i get it at board meetings people turn on each other and they all vote for somebody to leave and all that i do understand that but at the same time it's a reality show man it doesn't need to be actual concrete so much like real life do you know what i mean it just was a bit of a mm, and it moment. didn't match real life anyway what's real life about just a loser picking the next loser yeah, exactly like... that's what i was gonna say it's not it's you're yeah. not learning anything it's not a social experiment if you're just going for random stuff actually i think in, in the end the best way for the winner to be decided would have been by the grafters or you could be, you could bring everyone in and call this a general election and you're mimicking real life all of a sudden yeah. everyone gets to vote i actually would have liked to see the the rulers nominate two of themselves and the grafters to vote on those two. So in the end, you might have a similar mm. similar situation, but you would have had that lovely round table about like, vote for me, vote for me. And then people being like, I'll vote for you, but will you vote for me? And like interesting kind of um, you know alliances yeah. there, which the whole game was strong when it was about alliances. It was a missed opportunity. So yeah, but look, what, I, what I was thinking about is sometimes new shows take, we were quite lucky. We, we were really lucky that it just worked, but some shows take, two seasons, three seasons mm. to actually get to the point. Like Love Island, I don't watch it, but apparently yeah. its first season weren't great. And then it, it was just, a bit slow. It picked up and got really popular. Like, and now it's sort of on, a, I think it might be on a decline. I don't know, but, mm. um, but yeah, it, it could, hopefully next season, if they do a next season, uh, they'll get it right. Like it, it wasn't wrong. There were some great moments, some really yeah. iconic moments. Yeah. But yeah. They get it right, and there will be no glasses of water available in the basement next year <laughs> uh, for safety reasons. Uh, Child for didn't sign off on water. <laughs> Everything's on an IV drip. They're all just plugged <laughs> in, just like, I'm hydrated and I'm angry. In that case, look, we, I think we all share similar opinions about the final, so let's wrap this up. My first question is, in that case, give me a general score for this whole series. How did you find Rise and Fall Series 1? And what's your overall impression? I'm going to say format could have been so good that some of, the, some of the contestants were really, really interesting and entertaining. Overall, I'm going to give it a 6. 6 is a boring, boring score because there was so much good. But unfortunately, you had to dig through a lot of not good to get there. Wilf. I'm going to say... Can I can I say I think a seven I think a seven the reason being I think the format is great I think the format's amazing it's a 10 yeah. out of 10 format I think the cast most of them were great I think that like it was I feel like it was edited way too quick I think if they if they yeah. went off and sat on it for five months um, I think that yeah the seven is because I think it has so much potential if they get it like yeah. it just needs to be crisp um, but yeah seven for me what about you, Ryan? I'm going to go seven and a half um, with words of encouragement. I think this could actually be an incredible show. I'll be honest, I think it's got actually potential to be better than The Traitors. 
Uh, and if you'd only had week three of Rise and Fall, it would have been better. But sadly, um, it fell a bit short on the first week. The first week was a bit slow to build up. And then last week as well, it died down a bit too early for like the show to be entertaining all the way to the final. And I found that final really disappointing. Um, so there's clearly room for improvement, but with the right cast, the right timed twists, uh, you know, with like people in the cast, like uh, Wilfred Ryan and Ivan, um, <laughs> you like you can have a truly brilliant show. Yep, I you agree it, with you. You said it. Yeah. I think I think that's exactly you're hitting nail on the head, isn't it? But yeah, it's good. I, I did enjoy it though. I yeah, I would watch it. Series 2 again in a heartbeat. In fact, I would apply to Series 2 in a heartbeat, and I think it will win. Like, it deserves one or two BAFTAs, maybe not three, but like one or two. On that note, vote for us in the BAFTAs. Thank you. Yeah, best moment. The most memorable moment of the year, sponsored by a brand that I won't name because they haven't paid me. They've only paid the BAFTA <laughs> company. Uh, so the Anonymous Boat Company Award for most memorable moment. Uh, you can vote for the traitors in that final round table when Wilf um, gets called out uh, by Kieran uh, with that iconic line you may have heard of uh, that goes parting gift. Yep, I think they might have heard of it. Um, but do you know what? Can I just say something? I looked at the <laughs> yeah. category and seen who we're against. And I've seen Stranger, Stranger Things and Max going in the air on Stranger Things. And I was like, how are we going to compete with that? <laughs> yeah, that's much, much, much harder. You're competing against the bloody queen. I know, and she died, bless her. <laughs> and not just her, because if it was just her, I wouldn't vote for her. And the Paddington Bear. Oh, Paddington, Paddington Bear. <laughs> Paddington Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington Bear. <laughs> Well, uh, on that note, I think that concludes our review of Rise and Fall Series 1. Uh, see you all in the basement for Series 2, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, we'll, we'll all be applying uh, and none of us will get a call back because of this podcast. Uh, but at least we'll have applied. <laughs> Hang on. Oh? Coming in hot at exactly the right moment. It's time for my new recurring segment. Oh, oh I haven't heard of recurring segment. hasn't been one in a while. Yeah, well, I've been saving it up, haven't I? It's a new, it's a new, it's a new recurring segment. Ding. Ding. Yeah, so here it is. Uh, without any planning, without any planning, I'm going to give you a word and you've got to design me a new competitive reality format based Whoa. around that word. Okay? <laughs> go on, let's have it. It can go on any channel you want. You have to give me on a scale of one to five what channel it will go out on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. So, uh, first person, uh, I am going to ask... Wilf, yep. you have to design a reality show around tape. Go. My reality show would be How Quick Can You Escape? And it would be for £10,000, it'd be one episode. Every every episode would be a different person and they get tied up in tape. And <laughs> they have to answer questions. Um, it's, a, it's a game show? And it's hosted by Catherine Tape. No, no, no. <laughs> and they have to rip themselves out the tape and they have to try and escape this room. Like, they're all in tape. There's loads of them. They're all in yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah. They have to escape a room and it's an escape room and it's one episode. It's like Crystal Maze. And on a scale of channel one to five? Oh, that's five. That's, that's so That's very so five. five. Oh, wait, wait. Five star. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's going I'm, on, Dave. I'm sorry for the loss of your format. Uh... Ryan, you have to design a competitive reality show around dice. Oh, um, around dice. Okay, a very simple concept. 
you live in a penthouse uh, and now people at the top they're called rulers and there's people at the bottom they're called grafters and every morning uh, there's a work shift and they roll the dice to decide who does what and i'm going to call it uh, something that's never been used like rise and fall there you go dice dice and fall dice and fall dice and <laughs> wait i've got one i've got it i've got it so so what they do is they put people in a big building you have rulers at the top uh, you have grafters at the bottom and then production just have loads of random stuff on a wall roll dice and they're like yeah that's what we're going with <laughs> that's how they pick the twist on rise and fall that's how they design the final we're gonna get the grafters to vote on the <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Just do it. Just do it. Okay, Ivan, let's give you a word. Ivan, um, I want to give you um, tissues. Interesting. Okay, so it is going to be about trying to create a bridge, right? And all you get is soft materials like tissues and like cooked pasta. And you've got to bridge over a large area or fall to your doom. And basically it's all about like constructing like amazing feats of engineering <laughs> out of poor material. I was going to say on a scale of one to five, but I've got to say on a scale of one to Dave, really. Uh, we're just <laughs> yeah. going. It's very Taskmaster, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, look, on that note, uh, we have concluded a review of Rise and Fall and offered development producers free new formats. Contact us for royalties. Um, but that's our review. We'll be back next week. And um, in the meantime... Uh, if you're listening, give us a five-star review or follow us um, on uh, your favourite podcast platform. If you're watching, like and subscribe. And if you want to see the beautiful, lovely men who hide behind these voices, follow us on social media at itsjustagame.podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Until next week, I am Ryan Rashidi. You can follow me on Instagram at the Gram of Ryan. I'm Will. You can follow me on Wilfred Webster Official on Instagram or just Wilfred Webster on TikTok. I'm Ivan Brett. You can subscribe to my uh, uh, secretions by uh, buying small vessels of various different bodily fluids <laughs> uh, by just going to ivanbrettsweat.com. Ivan Brett Sweat! Right, and on that note, uh, we will be back. Well, at least Wolf and I will be back next week. Uh, Ivan will be in jail uh, at that point. Uh, but we will see you next week, and goodbye! Bye, boy! Bye, bye, driver! Do, 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 do. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.